Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I'm sitting down with a dear friend of mine, and we had the opportunity to meet about about a year. Man, has it only been a year? It's about a a year ago, (laughs) but it feels like we've been in each other's world for so long. And I'm so glad that we finally were able to get her booked to come on to Rocky Mountain Marketing because I feel like all we're hearing in this day and age is AI, AI, AI. And if you're already starting this uh, this episode and you're like, gosh, we're going to talk AI again, we are, but we're going to talk about it in a different sense. Deidre Shen is my guest today, and she is the co-founder and CEO of CapShow. You've heard me talk about this tool in the past. I use it on a regular basis, and it's one of my favorite tools. I use it not just for this podcast right here, but I use it for client onboardings. I use it for a way to transcribe important meetings. I use CapShow on a regular basis, and they specialize in helping experts who podcast create AI-generated episode titles, uh, descriptions, show notes, social media captions, quotes, emails, blog posts, you name it. All you have to do is drag and drop it in there. I have an entire episode all about CapShow, but you can listen to that on another, not another time because I want you to hear from Deidre. She is a wealth of knowledge on all things AI and what it's like to be an entrepreneur. So Deidre, thank you so much for joining me today. I know we're going to have a great conversation. Oh, we're going to have so much fun, Katie. Maybe we'll we'll share some laughs, maybe some tears. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen on this episode. <laughs> well, and for those of you that are listening, you're like, oh, Deidre, it doesn't sound like you're around from here. So where are you from, Deidre? Just tell us a little bit about where you're from and what brought you over here to the U.S. of A. and where you are now in beautiful yes. Austin, Texas. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I am from Down Under. I haven't said that like on another podcast episode before. So there you go. That was a cheat. But uh, Sydney, Australia is where I'm originally from. Uh, we actually moved over to the States almost, uh, yeah, pretty much over four years ago. Uh, and we actually moved to New York first. And what really was the catalyst for that was, uh, so my husband, Ash, and I have businesses uh, in Sydney. And at the time, so the hospitality businesses, we had about seven locations in total. And uh, we found out at the end of 2018, we found out one of our store managers had been stealing from us, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And um, yeah, for me, that was like an effort moment. I was like, I'm over this. (laughs) I just, I don't want to be doing this anymore. We had no plan. We had no job, like nothing. I was just like, I just want to experience something completely different. Um, I've always loved New York uh, every time I visited. And I was like, you know, we'll just start there and we'll just, we're just going to see how it goes, which is we You haven't been to Denver yet. So I mean, like. (laughs) That's going to be our next stop. Just say, hey, we've been talking about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it's so weird for me because I am historically such a planner. I'm like, 
I need to know what I'm doing and what my goal is and all. And so for me to just be like, oh, we'll see how we go. It was like so weird. It's probably still weird for people, anyone listening to this to be like, what the? <laughs> I mean, like I'm such a planner too. I can't imagine just being like, eh, we'll see where we are in a year. So, well, and to go from owning a chocolate store and dessert mm-hmm. store yeah. to starting up an AI tech company for <laughs> podcasters, that's a pretty massive shift. So just yeah. talk to us a little bit about how you shifted from being an entrepreneur in the you know brick and mortar space to now 100% in software. Yeah. Um, I think part of that is the PTSD that I suffer from being <laughs> in hospitality by being in brick and mortar. No, um, that's kind of, I, I kind of joke, but I also, I'm not joking. Um, I, <laughs> okay. So when we, we moved to New York, uh, we were, uh, the, the big idea at that stage, at that point in time was like, oh, there's this fashion technology idea that, you know, maybe New York would be perfect for us to explore. And so that was actually something I was exploring with another co-founder inside Capture with Bonner. Um, and we failed that idea in within like three to four months. And, but what we had done during, you know, exploring that idea was we had built a lot of relationships with brands and boutiques. And when we were talking to them and we were like, what is the number one thing, like the number one challenge that you face in every day? They were like, acquisition, like acquiring new customers. And so when we actually decided to fail that idea, we went back to them and we were like, hey, do you want to give us a go with your digital marketing? Because that's actually something that we can help with. And so we actually felt kind of fell into agency, doing a bit of agency work. And then COVID hit and we transitioned that business into a coaching business. And that's when I started our first podcast uh, to for that coaching business. And you know, it was through a journey and that's, uh, anyway, it's, you know, you almost have to, for any entrepreneur on here, you like just trust the journey that you're on. Like this is, that's something that I've learned so much because to your point, how did we go from host to like dessert shop to this is literally because of this journey. You know, we, we started our podcast, we were struggling to grow it. We figured out that growing a podcast is pretty much like growing a business. So all of the digital marketing things that we were putting in place for um, our, our clients from an e-commerce perspective, we actually just started doing that for our podcast and for the coaching business. And But it's a lot of work, as we know. It's a lot of work to try to create social media captions. It's a lot of work, which is why, Katie, I think, you know, you're in such high demand because what you do is so valuable. You know, it's a lot of work to write emails to that go. It's a lot of work to write blog posts and all the, the content marketing that surrounds your podcast. It's so much work. And so that was really, it was really solving that problem was how we actually um, came up with, first of all, this is a problem that we want to solve for. Now, why AI is because that just became the natural way to solve for it versus, you know, you said right at the beginning of this episode that everyone's talking about AI. And what I'm finding now is that people are literally just going, well, AI is the thing that I want to be in. How do I just like try to you know, shoehorn it into something, anything into a business. Um, whereas we definitely started the other way around, which is how do we solve a specific problem of which AI helped? And and I think that that's one of the things with AI is it's a problem that it's a tool that can help you. It's not here to replace you. 
with their, you know, chat, GPT, copy.ai, there's so many different tools out there. I mean, one of our clients is an AI tool for hospitals. And it just seems like AI, all of a sudden, 2023, it's like everywhere. But I mean, Capshow was around a year ago. And I mean, like only a year ago, but at the same time, a year ago, and I remember talking with you at, was it Pod, I think it was Podfest in May, and you were just getting ready to launch. And I remember you trying to explain it to me. And it was like, I was like, how does like wait, an AI, I don't even understand any of that. But now it's everywhere and everyone is using it in some capacity. As somebody that was kind of on the forefront of all this and trying to just convince people to give it a chance, to now you're in this massive, I almost want to say uh, everyone is in it. How does that feel? Like, how are you kind of navigating this new this new journey of everyone being an expert in a- AI and everyone having an AI tool of their own? Yeah. Like, I feel like with every um, good, there's bad and, and vice versa. So, it was, it's one of those things where, you know, ChatGPT burst onto the scene and suddenly AI became mainstream. And that was great because it was like, oh my gosh, this is, now we don't have to convince or we don't have to explain what AI is. We don't have to convince people that they should be using AI. Um, the flip side to that. So that was, that's amazing. The flip side to that is that obviously we're seeing a way more competitors now. Um, ChatGPT even being you know, one of them for people who, I mean, they are and they aren't. They're, they're very specifically for a type of person um, who isn't probably a capture user, you know, someone who's willing to go through the many prompts and, you know, transcript cutting and et cetera, et cetera, that they have to do to get ChatGPT to work for them to create the assets that we do. Um, you know, a capture user just wouldn't probably do that. Uh, so they're kind of like a competitor, but they're also not. But because they've opened up their APIs, we're seeing a lot more people being like, well, this is kind of quote unquote easy money, I think is kind of probably the the thought process. Um, And, but what we're finding is that a lot of, you know, we're getting a lot of people come to us and being like, we've tried all of the AI tools that are in the podcasting industry, the space, and Mm -hmm. you guys are far and away the best. And I think the reason why is because you are. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, but, you know, and like I, I don't say this to to big note ourselves or, or to flatter ourselves or anything, but I think it is because we put so much care into it. Whereas people now who are coming in, because it's so open, they're doing it because it's easy, right? In a way, it's it's not, by the way, because the, what we do, how we very intentionally create our assets and the outputs and all of that, it's not easy. But when you look at it, um, you could stand something up pretty easily that's not very good, <laughs> but mm-hmm. that, you know, that purports to to solve this problem. Um, and so I, I f- I'm finding that that's happening a lot. And so that's why I say with every good. So the good thing was that ChatGPT really took away the headwinds that we were facing around AI and why should I be using AI, et cetera. But it kind of increased the levels of competition whereby now – there's, you know, there are, uh, how do I say this? Like there are, uh, <laughs> there are other solutions out there that kind of put a little bit of a bad name to what it is that we're trying to do for the yeah. industry. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think that with what you guys are trying to do, it's, it's to, 
to give all this is the thing with having a podcast and knowing that you need to post on social media. You have a podcast so that you have more content to put out on social media, but that requires creating more content from your podcast so you can put it out on social media. And with a tool like Capshow, you're able to literally drag and drop it in there and it starts, for me, it starts the creative wheels going. It gets the creative juices flowing. Now, you and I have had a conversation on this and I was a speaker on your summit. It's not copy and pasteable. No AI tool should ever be copy and paste for you to use for your website, your email, your social media, your blog post, whatever. You should always take it and use it, as the great Anne Hanley says, as the robot on your shoulder, not at the keyboard. Have it there to get you started. Okay, this I didn't, never even thought I would grab this section of what we talked about on the show and make a social media post out of it. This just gets the wheels going. And I think that that's one of the things I love most about Capture is that it, it definitely gets those creative juices flowing so that you're not sitting there after you just recorded an hour-long podcast and then you, you spend an hour editing it or you give it off to your editor or anything like that. And before you know it, having a podcast is turned into an additional six hours of your time every week. When you have these tools in place, it gets you there, gets the content out, and allows you to repurpose while still running a business, which is my favorite thing. Like you and I talk about this all the time. Social media is an incredible part of your tool, an incredible tool for your business, but it shouldn't be your entire business. And one of the things that, again, you and I have talked about before, Deidre, is, is just how incredible having a podcast can be. Even if you're not uh, podcasting in general, whether you want to have a podcast or you want to use podcast guesting as part of your content strategy, and your awareness strategy, it is a, it's a content-generating machine. Yes, 100%. Like I, hands down, a podcast is, I found the most authentic, the best medium to create no like trust, to create networks. Honestly, I, I mean, very literally, I wouldn't be doing where I am now without a podcast, <laughs> like very literally, you know, but I've found that the po- podcast has opened so many doors. You're creating your own stage. You're finding your voice. Mm-hmm. That is actually incredibly overlooked, I think, um, in Absolutely. terms of what a podcast can do. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'd love to hear your story, Katie, when you started your podcast, you know, how, like, well, what was your, you know, even when we think about what was your message b- when you started versus like how honed in you are right now? Like, can you talk talk me through that? I'd love to know your experience. <laughs> yeah, if you want to listen to some really uncomfortable podcast appearances or episodes, go ahead and listen to episodes one, two, and three of Rocky Not Marketing. <laughs> oh, yeah, and and it's I've been doing this consistently. This podcast has not missed a week since April of 2020, and that was one of the biggest things. Is I the consistency of stepping into a microphone on a weekly basis and having conversations. And now I do it twice a week because I have the quick cast episodes. It 100% has helped me find my voice, what makes me different, what I'm passionate about, and make incredible connections. Like the, between us, you know, we're in the same podcast mastermind. And I think that it, when I introduced you here for the show, I was like, how have you actually not been on my show yet? I couldn't <laughs> believe it because I talk to you all the time every week. And it's amazing connections like this 
that podcasting has given me and not just as a host, but I, and I even come from radio. It took a while for me to really get used to listening to myself and being willing to talk into a microphone to, to essentially to nobody for an extended period of time. Believe it or not, those quick cast episodes that are like 10-ish minutes long, those were really hard for me to keep within like 10 minutes or less. Golly, I've become really long-winded now that I have started <laughs> podcasting. Yeah, because you just, you realize that you actually have so much more to say than what you thought that you did. Uh, that's what I found. I When I started, I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to say. I'm going to run out of topics. I'm going to, like, it's just... But the more that you get into it, the more you realize there's actually so much in you that needs to come out. And I think that at the, at the core of it is like what the beauty of podcasting is that it is the best medium to let that out because podcasting is so organic, right? Like compare that to say YouTubing or where YouTube is, there's so much, not to say that podcasting doesn't have production. It's a different type of production, right? Audio versus audio and video. And, you know, so it's, it's a very, it's just a very different mindset when you go into something like video. Like, yes, you can still use it to find your voice and do all the things, but it's just not as much of a natural. And maybe I'm just saying this because I'm a podcaster, but I don't think it's a natural thing to invite someone onto my YouTube channel to be like, Hey, do you want to have a chat with me on my YouTube channel? <laughs> like I've never actually heard anyone say that. Um, and so that's why I think podcasting is just such a great way for all those things that we talked about, creating those networks, those connections, um, but really importantly, finding your voice and building that know, like, and trust with your audience. So did you ever expect to have a podcast? I mean, you talked about, you know, coming from brick and mortar and then you guys kind of came into having an agency. Now you have a podcasting software company, but you've had this podcast in the background. I, I mean, maybe it was a foreground. Talk to us just about, did you ever expect to have a podcast? Because I know that it was something on my bucket list. Like I, I wanted to have it because I come from radio, but for a lot of people, it feels like, well, who's going to want to listen to little old me? Or am I going to have enough things to say? Or is this even a good use of my time? So yes. was this something that was on your like goals? It was not. Or? No, no. I barely knew what a podcast was. <laughs> like, um, that's not true. I mean, I did. I was a listener podcast, um, and I. But no, it was never one of those things that I ever really aspired to. Maybe because for some reason I just didn't think that it was I totally had those things where it was like I didn't feel equipped like I'm not a personality or a voice you know I, I just yeah it never really occurred to me until when I started my coaching business and my mentor was like you need to start a podcast and I was like I don't and that's when you know I started learning about how like the the benefits of having a podcast. And even then, even when I started my podcast, that was that would have only been, you know, three years ago or something. I um I actually didn't know how to do any of things. Like to the point I didn't know how to edit Katie to the point where like if I made a mistake, I would press stop and then I would re-record all over again because I didn't know how to actually edit mistakes out. <laughs> like that was how much of a newbie I was. But you know, I'm also like a willing to give things a go and I'm also I learn from, you know, I pay or I speak to mentors for a reason. And if they tell me to do something, I'm going to do it. And yeah. so that was just my mindset. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to do this thing and let's just see what happens. 
And I would love it, Deidre, if you continued uh, saying podcast, because it sounds so <laughs> fancy whenever you say podcast. Um, I, and actually, I got to hear Deidre use an American accent and say the <laughs> sure. word podcast. <laughs> the, uh, should I, when we should were, I try it? Yeah, yeah I, know. Yes. I think someone was, when I said podcast, and I think they, well, I, I felt like they got, they were like, what? What are you trying to say? So I was like, how do I say this in a way that you might understand? Um, you know, a podcast. <laughs> That's what we sound like, folks. Um, <laughs> the same podcast. Well, and I think that, you know, I also might, I wanted to have a podcast and I didn't know how to get started. I was afraid no one would listen. I didn't even know like podcast guesting was like a good marketing strategy. That's one of, that was a great, I used Podmatch and I used uh, Podit before uh, it, it was acquired. But I mean, using podcast guesting also allowed me to feel a little bit more comfortable. So if you're nervous about stepping in and hosting and trying to get guests and doing the editing, I think podcast guesting is a great way just to kind of get your your feet wet and really find your voice as to what it is that you want to talk about on a regular basis, what it is that makes you different. Because you have the opportunity to to just see is this is this right fit for me? And, and you can also use Capshow if you're a podcast guest. Mm. Yes, you can. And we're also going to be um, building out a guest like sort of suite anyway. So, yeah, that's just, I'm sure the secret here. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so that's going to be one of the the next things that we work on actually. But yeah, 100%. I mean, even so, you can still use Capture as it is now, even for your, like, we have people who use it for their webinars. We have people who who use it for their live streams and their summits and, yeah, for a whole host of, applications for sure. So Deidre, we've been talking a lot about just how great being a podcast host is, being a podcast guest is, just for finding your voice. And I think that with a lot of people, they might still kind of be a little nervous about stepping behind the mic. What advice would you give to somebody if they think, oh, well, who wants to hear from me? I'm just a realtor. Or who wants to hear from me? There's been, there's, I listen to plenty of podcasts, but I'm nowhere near that with my business yet. I guess what would your advice be to the people that might still be on the fence about taking a hold of the microphone? Oh gosh. Um, just do it. No, that's, that's, that would be Nike's <laughs> advice. Uh, to but, um, oh, you know, it's when I started, I actually didn't, it was really weird because I'd never, I didn't think that I would have a big audience anyway. Like that was just never a thing that went in, got into my mind um, or that I was doing it for. And I think that helped because it takes the pressure off. And so I think this is a thing. If you kind of think about what the benefits are outside of just like, I'm going to have this massive audience, every listener who you can reach and serve and impact is going to be so thankful that you started your podcast because we each have a different voice even if we're talking about similar things like right now my so my podcast is called called grow my podcast show it's a podcast for podcasters and literally there are like a bajillion other podcasts for podcasters and so but the thing is the great thing is that I know that the people who are listening to me are doing it because I resonate with them in some way 
Like I, you know, the way that I say podcast, for example, <laughs> resonates with them or the way that I narrate my, uh, my episodes or the guests that I bring on, you know, that's, that's, um, you know, that's stuff that if I can reach even just one person and make an impact, then that's worth it to me. And yeah, there are all these other podcasts for podcasters, but that's okay. Cause if any, like, I just want people to learn and be, if, because we always want to be better versions of ourselves. We always want to be growing. And so if it's not with me, that's cool. Like, please listen to Dave and Kevin. And actually I have a lot of friends who are actually, and or Adam, you know, podcast for podcasters, you know, please go and listen to them and learn from them because it's just, this is a great thing about podcasting and especially the podcasting community. I think we just really want to support each other and we really just want to serve. And so I know we spoke about this, you know, I, like I was even before I was like, oh, I only have like a hundred people listening to my podcast episode. And it's like, imagine having a hundred people in a room with you. That is a lot of people. And that is a lot of people that you're impacting and sharing a message with. So no matter how small that is, you've got to keep doing it. 100%. And that's, that was what I wanted to, to emphasize because we do think that oh, well, I'm only getting X amount of downloads or I only get X amount of listens every week. But those are people that tune in to hear you, that value your opinion and value what you have to say and what you what you talk about. I think that we, just like with social media, we get wrapped up in a lot of the vanity metrics and, oh, well, you know, it only got, you know, 800 views and before I was getting 8,000. And it's like, well, it's still 800 people. Yeah. That's a lot, you know, or, or whatever. So you have to be focusing in on that one person and really focusing in on yourself. Because, Deidre, as you said, you can go back, you can listen to, again, I don't recommend it. But if you want to sound somebody, hear somebody that sounds very nervous behind the microphone, doesn't know what they're doing, I did all the editing. I mean, but you know what? I'm never going to take that down. It's a place for me to look and see where I came from to where I am now. And all of these weekly episodes, all of these contacts, these guest interviews, me guesting on other people's shows, it's helped me build my confidence and step into my own authority. And it's created a plethora of content for me to use on email, on websites, on for speaking. I have taken a, a podcast appearance but I had with Alicia, Alicia Barr. I was a guest on her show and we started talking about my framework and she was, I had no idea that it was so simple until she was like, well, this is a really simple four-step framework. And I'm like, you're right, it really is. And that has completely changed my business. It's so But cool. it, it's almost like having these opportunities just to, to brainstorm and talk with other people. Yes. And talk about it out loud. Yes. And that's really going to help you grow your confidence, and your business. So, yes, Deidre, I want to talk just before we wrap up here. For marketing with Cap Show and your podcast, what have you found to work? Because, you know, I, I ju- we both just got off rants of don't worry about the numbers. You know, you do it for, you know, do it for the one person that's listening and do it for yourself. But what have you found to work for you, your business, and and your show to help gain more awareness, because as much as we're doing it for that one person, we always we always do want to have know that our efforts are worthwhile. 
Yeah. I am. Um, okay. So the, uh, you're limiting me to one thing, Katie. I'm like, which one thing do I talk about? Oh my gosh. I want to talk about all of it. Okay. So let me, let me, okay. Can I, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to break the, break it down into a few things into, um, I'm going to try to keep this as, and I know I need to keep this short. Okay. So the first of all, you, you asked about awareness. Um, awareness is, I, I see awareness in two ways. There's awareness by way of you're just almost like getting something in front of someone from a, dis, uh, from a, a, a exploratory perspective. And social media, um, as you would know, Katie, is a great way to do that. Social media is actually a great way to um, raise awareness for the fact that you have a podcast. Um, now, are you going to get listeners from that? Probably not. And we had this chat as well um, when I interviewed you, Katie, <laughs> um, for my podcast. Like, it's highly unlikely that you're going to be able to convert someone from social media into a podcast listener. But just by the fact that you're talking about it week in and week out, people are going to, it's, you know, because these things seep in, right? So at some point, someone's going to be like, oh, I have this 30 minute drive and I have nothing to listen to. Oh, I remember Deidre has a podcast or Katie has a podcast. Let me just turn that on and listen to it, right? So it raises awareness really, really effectively from a let's just get in front of people who are already, um, who are just exploring on a particular platform. Now, from an awareness perspective, from a more intentional search-based discovery platform, then, you know, SEO obviously is like, well, you have to, that's the only way really that you can um, get discovered either in app or on the search engine. So I'm going to leave it there. I, I could nerd out on that for ever, but that's kind of from the awareness perspective. Now, if we talk about nurturing, because that's almost for me, like the next step, like in the funnel, nurturing is like so effective in a couple of ways. One, build your email list, use your podcast to build your email list. And I've got some um, tips that I, or some tricks that I do. I shouldn't call them trips. They're tricks. They're really cool tactics. Some tactics. Let's hear these <laughs> yeah, tactics. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So really quickly, I call it like my show notes funnel. Um, where I will essentially on a guest episode, especially, or even on a solo episode, I'll, I'll clip a bit of the, of it and I'll actually put it as bonus content. Um, and that bonus content is completely free, but hey, listener, you can get it in the show notes and it sits behind an opt-in page. Completely free. They can, it's all, it's audio so they can listen to it whenever, but that's been a really effective way for us to actually build our list using the podcast. Um, and then once you have them on your email list, then you nurture the heck out of them. I mean, I probably nurture people off my email list, to be honest, because I email so much. <laughs> but that's okay, because at least it's a clean list. And the way that, you know, I like to use content is obviously for my podcast, obviously through sharing my journey and my emails and stuff. Um, but, you know, we do YouTube videos using our podcast content. We do blog posts using our po podcast content. So there are actually, you're creating other ways just off of this one medium to, you're creating other almost reasons to reach back out and speak to your audience and continue nurturing them. So that's, anyway, I spoke about a lot of things, but that's kind of how I, how I view the podcasting sort of ecosystem for me from a marketing perspective. I love that you dove into that because there's a lot of people in the podcasting world and in the entrepreneur world that are not valuing email. And I feel like I, I have been sitting on this high horse on email for way too long. Um, but even, even with what I do in social media, driving them to email is, is extremely important because those are where 
really your your biggest fans are and where you have the best opportunity to to nurture that audience. These people are said, hey, you can come into my inbox. Uh, I don't have to rely on any algorithm to show your content to me. So I, I love that you are using your podcast in that unique way to grow your email list. And I mean, when I was a guest on your show, I was like, oh man, that little stinker. Now I got to go and subscribe if I want to hear the rest of my episode when I listened to it. But I mean, it, I was like, this is amazing. Why have I not thought of this? It, it, it's it's brilliant. Um, but there's so many ways for you to continue nurturing these, 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 these listeners, this community along with your business journey. And somebody that's listening to your episode or somebody that's seeing your posts on social media might value you and might be following you and might be listening. They're just not ready to buy yet. And it's consistently showing up and giving that value and growing with them. As you, I mean, I'm so much further along with my business than I was, you know, two years ago before I started this show. And I definitely feel that having the podcast was a huge reason for, for my business's growth. So Deidre, this has been an awesome conversation. I could talk to you for way longer than <laughs> this episode allows, but I'm glad that we got to talk about Cap Show a little bit because I want to I want to emphasize that it is a tool for podcasters. But as you said, you use the people are using it for their summits, people are using it for their YouTube channels. I use it for client onboarding and for like meeting recaps within my team. I mean, it is a great way to take transcriptions and really or uh, audios and turn it into transcriptions into notes into quotes everything and i'm just so thankful that you uh that one that you created the tool but two you realize what an asset it is for us as we are trying to create more content in a world of more 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 this is a way to do it without, you know, pulling our hair out. So if people want to learn more about you and learn more about CapShow, how should they do that? Yes. All right. So I've, um, we've actually just launched something really exciting. Uh, it's basically for, I spoke about discoverability from an, a search perspective, both in app and, um, on search engine, I Google. And, uh, we actually have a really cool audio course. It's literally like less than 30 minutes. Um, and with that, you actually get an extended free trial of cap shows. So that's something really cool that I'm excited uh, that I'm super excited about. Uh, you can get that at freegift.capshow.com. So freegift.capsho.com. Um, and if you want to get in touch with me personally, um, if you, good luck for, you know, in terms of spelling my name, but, uh, it's my full name <laughs> on pretty much any of the social media channels. I'm most active on probably LinkedIn, LinkedIn and Facebook. Awesome. Well, Deidre, thank you again so much for coming on Rocky Mountain Marketing. This is a super impactful episode. All the links will be in the show notes. And if you are sitting on the fence about using podcasting either as a host or as a guest, time to jump off and it's time to dive right in. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you. Please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. 
Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.